0: The silver market is seeing a surge in demand as retail investors pile in and bullion dealers are having a hard time meeting demand with their supply. Prices are surging as we speak. Phil Striebel, chief market strategist at Blue Line Futures, joins us today to discuss. Phil, it's up $1.80 as we speak. As of two minutes ago, markets opened.
1: Um, What's your initial reaction? What we're seeing here is that individuals are targeting these high beta high-short-interest prod- products like what we saw happen last week with GameStop and all those small-cap stocks. They've moved over to the silver market, and what they're trying to do is a, a short supply squeeze and thrust prices higher. Given everything that's been happening right now, were you expecting prices to move even higher on the open? You know, It's incredible what uh, you know an army of people that have been locked and loaded with the funds that they've received from last week Shifting over to silver, I really expect you know a three to five dollar move higher, and this is only the night session, the Sunday night session. Once mainstream gets going in the eight thirty open, that's when people are going to start targeting those silver miners, the SLV, some of the other physical backed ETFs, and that's when I think prices continue to move higher. Yeah. So how are you trading this market right now? So what we did was we built call, calculated risk call spreads that many of our clients have on. We were expecting some kind of disconnect between gold and silver um, just naturally because of the fact that the supply of silver has been pretty much you know, stagnant. The demand has continued to increase everything from electronic to solar demand. So we were looking for silver prices to go up anyways this year. This is just a tailwind, and it's been really you know, a blessing that came out of nowhere. And we could see, you know, move back to those 2011 highs where we punched up to $50 an ounce. Are you going to move into the miners at all uh, at the
0: 930 Open, Phil? Because remember a couple of days ago, same thing happened, not at this scale, but we saw first Majestic Silver, uh, Wheaton Precious Metals, and a few others, they all moved up at least 10%. Uh, silver moved up about 10% that day as well. So uh, people might see stocks as a leverage to what's happening right now with the silver market.
1: Yeah, definitely. They believe that. And a lot of those silver miners do have high short interest and also, you know, offer people opportunity to start looking at call options in an inexpensive way. Not everybody can afford to speculate silver futures where it's a 5,000 ounce contract. The total value of it is about $135,000. So if someone did want to take delivery of it, which that's what a lot of people are talking about, you already saw they ate up all the available supplies. So all your coins, your smaller bullion numbers, those have all been really you know, taken off the market. No one's got any available. So People have to look at other opportunities. I don't think that they're going to start to be able to, you know, start buying these $5,000 contracts, start taking delivery of them unless they've got the capital to do it. So their other option is look at call spreads, look at going long, some of these junior miners where they could give them a great deal of leverage.
0: Okay. Why do you think they were shorted in the first place, Phil?
1: Short on the, on the. The futures or on the miners?
0: The miners, well, both. I, I guess it's maybe it's a similar story, if maybe a different story. What do you think?
1: So when you go into the depth of a miner, okay, and I'm not talking just like silver miners, you start looking at gold miners. The reason why a lot of people have been shorting them is because, and they break it down to a steepening yield curve. So the two-year note has been flat. The ten-year, the yield has continued to increase. Gold generally does not perform well in a higher Um, you know, when you see those yield curves steepening, gold does not perform well if you back test it. So I think that's part of the thing is that also gold's a currency where silver is a, I think that um, silver, really, you're seeing that demand pick up, you're seeing the people are identifying it as an easy target to push higher and we're seeing that follow through right now. I've been writing for for months how, you know, silver is going to leave gold in the dust. Yeah. And finally we're having it. And I think it's really a good blessing and and you could see it um firsthand by looking at the gold silver ratio. Mm-hmm.
0: That leads me to my next question. Your medium term outlook. Now, you've been like you said, you have been liking silver for quite a Quite a while, I remember last interview, you said silver would lead gold this year. First of all, do you still hold that view, given what's happening now? And second, what do you think is going to happen to gold now in response?
1: So, I mean, just looking at the price action from the open, silver up about, you know, anywhere from about $1.50 on up to over $2, and gold futures had not responded in the same way. You know, what I'd really like to see is them start targeting platinum, palladium. Those are even rarer metals. You know, if you start going aggressively going after platinum, that could that one, you know, I saw people writing silver could go to a thousand realistically. Platinum, I think, has a better shot going to two thousand.
0: Yeah, okay. Now, what they're doing now with silver is it more or less difficult to do that with gold, a much bigger market?
1: I would imagine it's harder, right? Gold is controlled by the central banks. Um, Gold production, the the uses of gold just aren't there. People buy gold and then they store it. Silver is actually, you know, no one really goes out and mines specifically for silver. What they do is it's a byproduct for every like one ounce of gold that's mined. You'll get about eight ounces of silver or, you know, it's a tailings from the copper mine. So there's a lot less silver out there. There's increasing demand for it. And you're just going to see that supply demand continue to get squeezed. And I really... You know, I think that this is a great opportunity for people to continue to come in and add at these levels because silver hasn't broken out to $30, 40 or
0: $50. Okay. Um, you know, it's interesting. I'm looking at the after hours trading. GME is down after hours about 4%. Do you think people are moving out of GameStop into some of these other things?
1: Definitely going to be a secular rotation out of, you know, and, and I think really where this started, and I could be wrong on this, but I think that a lot of this community that is targeting silver right now. They were the original, you know, people, the original investors in Bitcoin and some of the cryptocurrencies. They were also part of that Tesla movement. We saw those products go up. They started to stall out. And if you look, these, you know, the way growth and inflation are accelerating, the funds all being short, all of these underperforming stocks, if you're going to go out, you're going to move your money out of out of Tesla and out of Bitcoin and you want to put it somewhere you're not going to be buying Apple and all these other stocks at 52 highs you look for an opportunity and you know GameStop AMC some of these small retailers heavily short in high beta is is it's a, if you're short that it's a path for disaster coming into Higher growth, higher inflation. So they caught that move up. Now they're looking to exploit other opportunities. I think silver fell on their radar and it couldn't be a better time to be involved in commodities myself.
0: Okay. So what happens next, Phil? Are you updating your price target for silver given what's
1: happening right now? Yeah, realistically, I thought $35 would be the high end, but I think that, you know, once a movement gets going, you know, $40, $50 is is completely likely. What, what we have to look at is how. The number of contracts that are created does open interest continue to expand mm-hmm. greatly, and also how much delivery is going to take place off of the um, off of the exchange. So if all that occurs prices, there's really no telling. I mean, once, you know, I've seen other exchanges where they actually physically run out of a product, whatever it is, you know, we've seen it in like the London uh, Metals Exchange, and then they've got to do a force majeure, they come up with a price and they settle everyone in cash. So, you know, there's no real telling. If they get into that situation, you could see triple digit silver, but realistically, we're going to start looking and seeing how this how it all plays out.
0: Okay, final question now as a trader, um- we talked about this going in, but uh, given your price outlook, are you just going to keep it open your long position? Are you going to put in any stops? Key levels you're looking out for in the next 48 hours? How are you playing definitely this? Wanna,
1: I definitely want to see it get over this previous high that we saw back in August. You know, we've got to get over 29.50, $30. If we get above there, there's probably heavy stop losses there. That would also be a breakout on the chart. If you, you know, zoom in the chart, and you look at, you know, this last year and a half, you could see it's formed a bull flag. We break out to the upside we'll probably be targeting those 2011 highs
0: perfect thank you very much phil for coming on such short notice and uh happy trading in the next day
1: yeah thanks for having me
0: thank you for watching Kiko news i'm david lynn cycle.